Good morning, guys. Welcome to episode eight of the Sober Podcast and Sober TV. So today I'm going to share half of my 10 sober philosophies. Now, sober philosophies are the guiding principles that I've used and that you can use to help you on your sobriety journey. So these are things that you can write down and carry around with you so that Anytime you're feeling triggered, anytime you're feeling a little bit like you're struggling, you just pull them out and you read them and then it pulls you back on track. You can stick them on your fridge. You can do whatever you want with them. Now, if you haven't downloaded the Sober Tribe app, if you subscribe to the app, you can actually get the downloaded wallpapers. So you've got ones for your tablet, ones for your computer and ones for your phone. So you've got Sober Philosophies everywhere you go. So to access the app, all you need to do is go to the SoberTribe.com website. So that's S-O-B-R. And if you go into programs, you'll see the app is there. It's free to download. There is a free aspect of it. It's got a journal. It's got a goal setting tool. It's got meditations, hypnosis, sober school. So there's lessons in there as well. And you can also download your wallpapers, which includes the 10 sober philosophies. And I'm pointing to the computer here. So let's get cracking. So number one is it's just a liquid. It's just a liquid. Alcohol, it's just a liquid. Now, this was really helpful because I went to New Year's Eve at the pub, my usual pub where I'd go with all my drinking mates, and I had stopped drinking. I was now in sobriety and was able to go to the pub and not feel triggered at all. But what really helped me was sitting there with friends, them, they've got their beers and their bourbons and their wines and whatnot. And I was sitting there with my lemon, lime and bitters or my mineral water. And I would think to myself, and I would actually look at the alcohol because this is a really important little trick, actually. When you actually really look at it without any emotional attachment around, just really look at it, then it loses its power, okay? Because a lot of the time we're like, ah, like this. But when you actually stare at it head on, you just upset for what it is. And so I was sitting there and thinking to myself, there is no difference between me and these guys other than the liquid that's in our glasses. Yes, they were getting drunker and I wasn't, but I just wanted to focus on that simple little fact was there's only, that's the only difference. And even then, everyone else had different liquids in their glasses as well. And no one was giving anyone shit because they're drinking beer and they, the other person's drinking wine and they're picking on the person drinking wine. Uh, so why would someone do that with someone drinking mineral water? Like, really? And so bringing it down to its most raw form diminishes all the emotional attachment that you have around it. So that's number one. Number two is attitude is everything. If you think this is going to be hard, if you are scared, if you are resistant, if you are like, I'm going to miss alcohol, guess what? You are going to struggle like fuck. You are going to struggle because when you've got a negative attitude around it, that that affects your internal processes, okay? It's much easier to stop drinking when you are positive about it, when you're excited about what's to come, what, what's on the other side of it, when you're feeling happy. Now, yes, we do have our ups and downs with it emotionally, of course, but if you work on your attitude day to day, then it's going to feel a lot easier for you. Now, 
even if you've got depression, okay, even if you have clinical depression or anxiety or you're suffering some kind of mental illness or, or something, you can still do this. It may feel harder, but you can still do it, okay? Now, I, you know, I'm mindful of the be positive, trite advice because we hear it all the time and it's kind of dismissive. That's not what I'm doing here, right? I'm going a bit deeper than just being dismissive and going, be positive. Yeah, I'm saying that when you do feel good in yourself and when you generate those good feelings in yourself, then it's going to be a hell of a lot easier to not feel like drinking than when you feel bad. And in a lot of cases, we drink because we feel bad. And then around and around it goes. And because we feel bad, we drink. And we drink because it feels bad. And on and on, okay? So day-to-day, focus on your mindset. Do things that are going to make you feel good, feel better. Be around people that are positive. You know, watch positive shows like get off the crime stories and all the heavy doom and gloom stuff. Stop watching the news. You know, the more that you create this container or this bubble of happiness and ignorance to all the other things, then it's going to feel a lot better. Now, I'm not saying that this stuff isn't happening, you know, bad stuff happens in the world, but you've got to be really mindful of where you put your energy. Are you around people that are constantly negative? Are you living in a town or a place or a house where the energy just feels low and flat and sad and depressing? Okay, how can you do make some changes in your environment, even if you can't move out? How can you make your space, maybe even your bedroom, more enjoyable to be in, where it feels like a nice space? What can you do in your environment? What can you do in your friendships and relationships? Who do you need to cut out of your life because you feel so bogged down by them? But also being keeping in mind that are you that person that's bogging everybody down? Because, you know, as you go up the emotional scale from like, so shame and guilt are the bottom ones, and then love is the highest emotion, okay? And so you move up the emotional scale, and the more of this inner work you do on yourself to get yourself into sobriety, the higher you go up the emotional scale, so that when you're up here, this stuff, it might peak its way in, but not always, not necessarily, okay? And you, because you're up here, it's much easier to drop it off and, and push it away than if you're down here, because down here we like to swim in this cesspool. And so think about it this way. I am moving my way up the emotional scale. If you Google emotional scale, you'll see what I mean, okay? You'll, you'll see diagrams of it. So the emotional scale is something that helps people figure out where they're at emotionally most of the time. Like we go up and down the scale sometimes all day, every day. But where are you? What's your general disposition right now? Are you down here where you're feeling bad, miserable, sad, depressed? Or are you up here? And so if you're down here, it's okay. The more you actually accept that you're down here, the easier it is to move through the the scale, ironically, or move up the scale. So attitude is everything. That's number two. Number three, slow down, long game. I, you, I will bang on about this. There, there are things that I repeat pretty much in every video, and I will because that's my message. That's my underlying message, and it's really important that I drum it into you guys so that, so that it helps you, basically. Slow down, long game is going to change your life. 
in a lot of cases, we are so desperate to change something, but that desperation, that negative energy, that frustration, that anger, that impatience is what keeps us stuck in this heavy energy. So when you do follow the slow down long game mantra, then what that does is it brings you to the present moment. So say, for example, you're feeling like a drink and everything starts speeding up because it's the addiction starting to go. Like you just need need to have this drink to feel better, okay? Say to yourself, slow down, long game. See what it does to your body. It will bring you right back into this moment. It will slow you down. Now, you might want the drink, but the more you practice saying it, the more that it will bring you into a better state and feeling state, the more it'll bring you back to the present moment. Now, ironically, when you use this mantra, things actually start happening for you faster because you're not desperate anymore. You're unattached and you you start seeing it as a process because you are, you're going through a process. So we hit that moment where we're just like, I have to let this go. I have to stop doing this. I need to stop. But the problem with that is that it sends you into this urgency. And when you're in this sense of urgency, that actually creates more agitation in your body, more anxiety. And guess what you do to get rid of that anxiety? Have a drink to try and wash it away. So that's part of the cycle is this desperation and this urgency to stop doing what you're doing, but you're using alcohol to then wash away those urgent, impatient, anxious feelings. And so around and around and around and around you go. So slow down long game is going to really chill out your nervous system, calm you down, get you out of urgency, get you into more methodical, mindful, patient, and understanding and acceptance that you will get there. You will. But if you just do that simple thing, even if you watch all my videos and and don't listen to anything else, this is one really, really important thing. If you follow this mantra, I guarantee you that you will start to see changes, ironically, faster than trying to urgently make those changes. Now, they will take time. I'm not saying they won't, but again, it just brings you back to your set point, brings you back to your set point, because it's a practice. And you can use this mantra for every area. I've used this mantra for exercising. I've used it for food. I've used it for healing my relationships, healing myself, building my confidence. I've used it for every single area because now I'm not urgent to be this perfect person anymore. I'm just taking my time and just getting better and better at doing the things where I feel like I'm the best version of myself. Am I there? When are we ever, really? What are we striving for? All we're really striving for is to be us and be our best self, which is our core, lovable, authentic, easygoing, happy self. Number four. Now, I don't want to, don't need to spend much time on this because the last one, so slow down long game, will, will help you with this, but presence is your superpower. So being present, living in the present moment, getting out of the past. You're probably stuck in the past. That's why you're drinking. That is why you're drinking, really. Um, In the future, you're stressing about the future. That could be why you're drinking. When you get to the present moment, you don't have anything to worry about. So this is a practice, obviously, 
hypnosis, meditation. If you download the Sober Tribe app, which is free to download, and then you can subscribe as well, but there are some free things in there too. But you have got a library of over 100 meditations and hypnosis to help you. And so that will help you feel more present. Just feeling the table, feel, looking around at the leaves on the trees, just being where you are is your superpower. And then number five, take the booze out of the party. Don't take the party out of you. Do I need to explain that? All you're doing is letting go of a liquid. You don't have to take the party out of yourself. You're still in there. There's still that fun, outrageous, outgoing person. There's still that person that loves to do things. But now you've gone from the drinker side into the sober side. Uh, the party's going to look a little bit different, but you can still go out. And this is what you're aiming for, is still being able to go out and have a good time with people who are drinking and not feel like you're in resistance and fear and tension. Like, what a horrible way to live. But... You, you start looking for new ways to have fun and that's really key. If you don't have create something to move towards, then you're gonna keep moving backwards. It's as simple as that. You do have to create your future and think clearly about what that looks like and then start taking the action steps so that you don't fall back into here. Have new focuses, create new ways to party, whether it's going to the gym or rock climbing or running a marathon or going out and having lunches with these people who love to drink and doing other things, other activities with these friends that don't involve drinking like hiking and whatever. So tomorrow I'm going to share with you the last five so philosophies. And if you're ready to escape the alcohol trap, Join my Stop Drinking in 30 Days Challenge. The link is in this description. Over 30 days, you get daily videos, you get a journal, you get a manual, you get hypnosis. I give you all of the tools in my toolkit to help you get sober, basically. That's all it is. But with the mind that you can still go out with friends, you can still socialize, you can still be around alcohol, but have absolutely no emotional attachment to it. So click on the link to grab that. If you want to download the app, you'll find that on my website. So sobertribe.com, S-O-B-R tribe.com. And I will see you tomorrow for the next five Soberlosophies. Have a good day.